Hello, hello, people. Welcome back to the Football Mum podcast, season two, episode two. And of course, it's game week two in the Premier League. And boy, some drama was there this weekend. Of course, as always, I'm your host, Pippa Monique, and I'm joined by my 10-year-old football fanatic son, Raphael. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Um, l- last episode, we we made predictions, and we're going to see how many are right this episode. Well, yeah, we're going to do it at the end of the show, though. Yes. And first, listen, listen, when we do it at the end of the show, this is how it's on a points-based system. So, obviously, let's say, for example the Arsenal score was 4-2. If we predicted 4-2 precisely, then we would get three points. Do you get it? But if you predicted a Leicester win, you'd get zero points. If you predicted the Arsenal, whether you said 3-0, 4-1, 5-1, you get one point. Do you get it? So we'll be going through those points later on. And whoever's got the least amount of points will have to hold a back of the neck slap. So I hope it's not me, because you ain't touching my neck. I can't and slap my mum anyway. No, no, obviously I'm giving you permission. Yeah, and and, and are you giving mom. me permission before I get social services on the line? Yeah, I am giving you permission, but as long as it's soft. What? Can't we just get pie face or something? We don't have pies, though, and that's messy. Whipped cream. Slap easy, just just quick and done. Okay. Yeah? Is that, is that a promise? <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to do it, you'd have to do it. I don't want child, child line. What's it called? Child and services on wait, me. Wait, and if you're one away... An, a new one. If you're one point away, what do you mean from the actual prediction? Yeah. So if it was no, one no, Brentford don't, don't, and I said no. three nil or five nil, no, I get two points. No. Yeah. It's either three points, one points, or zero points. It's either you get a bang on or you predict a win or a loss. You can't do all these extra points. No. Don't try it. Okay. All right. Without further ado, let's go through this weekend's action. To be fair, right. Uh, there was only certain fixtures I really, really paid attention to. And of course, there's games we didn't get to watch because we was at the Arsenal game. But let's just go through them. Aston Villa v Everton. Very good game. We all expected Everton to win. Well, not everyone, but we did. Yeah, you I did. did. You did. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Aston Villa, man. Three points on the board. Ollie Watkins, man in the match. What do you make of Villa this season? Well, it's only been two games. So... There's a lot more time left, but they are off to a good start. Just with that one win? Yeah, but they beat them very tight, so it's going to be difficult when they place bigger clubs like us. (laughs) I love how Arsenal fans are so gassed now. You would never normally say that. Liverpool or any big team like that. Liverpool Liverpool are just about... They were were almost in the relegation zone if they didn't get that one goal the other night, last night. I know. But even Fulham, they might have a tight game with them. Mm. So you never know with Aston Villa. Anyway, let's focus on the games that we really did watch and pay attention to. And the game that we was at, Arsenal-Leicester. What a game. Full of drama. Full of everything. I mean, there was goals. There was debut goals. There was own goals. There was... It was just a lot going on. What debut goal? Like, a Premier League debut goal for Jesus. That was his Premier League debut goal. But he didn't score at Palace, did he? But he got two goals and two assists. And uh, talk to me about Jesus. Just talk to me because I feel like I'm getting overexcited. Like, but this guy. I feel like if we keep him fit and ready and sharp, then he will be very good. Where defenders are in trouble. In trouble. So, yeah. Well, how, like, what, like, what do you think? Like, when you say in trouble, is he going to be scoring goals every game? Is there a certain amount of goals he's going to get this season? Or is he just going to cause problems, whether it's by assist or by goals? 
anything. Even the way he attacks on the ball, the way he dribbles, you can see he he has that intention there, and he wants something to happen. So I think Jesus will do very well for us this season if we just have the right requirements for him. So, yeah. It's crazy how, like, in the first half alone, like, he almost scored a hat-trick. Not even a hat-trick, four goals. I feel, I know I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Like, he really could have scored four goals. When he was one-on-one with the keeper, was it Ward? Yeah. It's, so, even that was so unsettling for me, not seeing Schmeichel in, in between the sticks. I was like, oh, yeah, i got to get used to this. There's no more Schmeichel at Leicester. Um, but when he was 1v1 with the keeper, the way he turned, beat the defenders, was 1v1. All he had to do was just hit it bottom corner, but he tried to, like, poke it in or place it in. No, that's not what happened. It's the defender, you know? No, no. he had time to hit it. I know, he should have done it quicker. But maybe he was scared to use his left foot. That's why we need to like improve on him. Good game though. Goal scorers, obviously two from Jesus, um, Martinelli and Xhaka. Xhaka getting on the score sheet, you know. And he had a very good game against Palace as well. And as you know, when Tielemans got subbed off, what was all the Arsenal fans singing? Do you remember? We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Tielemans. We'll see you. I almost forgot his first name. The reason I mentioned the whole um, Tielemann situation is because the the recent news that's come about, I don't know how true this is, but the recent news I've seen online on Twitter and other sources is that Tielemann's will not be able to come unless Arsenal offload Xhaka. And it's like Xhaka knows this because he had a great performance against Palace. Now he's scoring goals and having a good performance against Leicester at home. He's basically saying, no, mate, I'm here to stay. Did that contract extension. What do you reckon? Xhaka or Tielemans? Tough question, or is it? I would say Xhaka. I feel like he's a very experienced player, mm. and I don't want to see someone like him going, going to leave our club. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be a nice feeling. Because he's like one of the only senior players as well, like in the squad, that has leadish, like leadership roles as well. Um, and I know that fans are so indifferent about him, especially what's happened in the past. A lot of fans are still in and in whether he should be at the club or not. But you know what? So far, so good. Um... But then again, a lot of fans do want Tielemans. Let us know in the comments below, wherever you're watching. Leave a review if you're listening on um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, let us know in the comments down below. Is it Tielemans or is it Xhaka? Xhaka. Or, or is it even too harsh to even ask that? Is that a disrespect to Xhaka? Let us know. What, what do you make of Martinelli now? Two goals in two games. Two in two. Top form this season, or so it seems already. Yeah, it's been two games, but... Even though it's been two games, I feel like he's a very quick person. Mm. So He's rapid. Yeah. But I don't want him to waste all his energy right now because it's summer and it's hot and it's, it's boiling. What so you kind d- of excuses are you making? No, I if don't you don't want him to use his energy now, when should he use it? We need to start the season strong, right? Look what happened last season. Okay. Why not? I feel like it, but as long as Martinelli has enough fitness to do it all, the whole season, mm. then we're good to go. Yeah, it's true because we've had a few problems with him over the seasons where we ha- we actually haven't seen him play a full season. He's had injuries and like, we've been like, even when he was back from injury, he still wasn't starting. And we're like, yo, what's going on? Even under Emery, like under Arteta, we're like, yo, like, why is Martin Eni not playing? Now he's really in there, and I, and solidifying his space. And he's trying to prove a point. Yeah, he's proving it right now. Got the number 11 shirt this season the as well. The only reason Arteta played him is because Aubameyang was gone. So Bamyang was needed to make room for Martinelli to shine, basically. Yep. Interesting, interesting. But the, in hindsight, like when you're in that situation, a lot of fans will probably say, "Why would we let go from a goal scoring? Not let him go, like let him leave the club, but like 
when it was um, situations of whether who should start and who should be on the bench, fans would always say, why would we leave a proven goal scorer in a Bamiyang on the bench and then bring in a youngster like Martinelli? There's only a few, select few, that wanted Martinelli to start over a Bamiyang. Only a select few. I wanted Martinelli. Is it? Yeah. Even when a Bamiyang was in the squad? Yeah. Interesting. You know, he used to have trials at Man United. Did he? Yeah. I didn't even know that. And he's probably, he's probably happy he didn't get in there. Oh, no, mate. No one wants to be at Man United right now. I don't, I'm not even going to grill them too much. I mean, I should, because every time we go through problems, all we don't stop hearing Man United fans, but I ain't even going to get onto them too tough. We went through the same thing last season, losing maybe our first three games. Maybe they'll get better. Maybe. Maybe not. It depends. On what? But if you have a bad start, there's not that chance you're getting into the top four. We almost did it last season. Literally missed out on two points. But at least we're... At least we're in front of Tottenham. Man City first, Arsenal second. Mm-hmm. For good. now, long may it continue. I've heard some crazy shouts already. That's what I mean. People get too excited. It's been two games and I'm hearing fans saying Arsenal could win the league just because Liverpool have slipped up already. All that says to me is no, that Man City have Liverpool, definitely won the league already. Liverpool are slipping up. Yeah, that's because they can't to afford to seat. drop. They can't afford to drop six points. Like those two games, they should be getting six points. Not two. They Yeah. Liverpool, I'm just saying you can't afford that. Yeah, if but you never know. Man City might you know have a little blip themselves. But the thing is with Man City and Liverpool, they but, can go. They can go twenty but, games unbeaten, fifteen games unbeaten. They both got the a pedigree to do that. They they've got an easy win. If they don't win this, it's gonna be questionable for what, them. What win? What Man United next? Oh yeah, of course, of course. Because last season didn't they get ten over them? Was it eight or ten? Was it five nil home and away they got something like something crazy like that. They smacked them up home and away, 5-0. I can't remember if it was five or like, or four. Yes, I'm sure you lot will correct me. Or five, both times. Imagine that. That's when Man United were okay. Now they're just shambolic. So what are they going to hold now? Ten in one <laughs> game. <laughs> they're just going to hold ten goals in one game. But to be fair, probably not because Salah hasn't been firing like he was. And Liverpool are not firing like they were last season. I know they they got a new front three in the system to get new used to. front three. Oh, uh, they need to sort Darwin Nunes out oh, quick. No. What was he thinking? That's what you call head loss. Literal hashtag no. head loss. <laughs> no, not that. The oh. whole game, he's mi- he's miss kicking the ball and everything. Was it nerves? Anfield's a lot. You ain't been, have you been Anfield? No, you haven't. Anfield's a lot, you know. Look what Arteta did in the documentary. <laughs> Anfield, do you remember what he did? What did he do? He went to, he went, it's like he went to a document. What are you on about? What did I yeah. do in an all or nothing documentary when we was playing Liverpool? You start arguing. No, I mean before the game. Oh, he he told a story about something called papara, where in, oh. it's a word for Spanish where they freeze, and he did it in the Liverpool game. I wasn't even talking about that, but yeah, I was talking about the fact that in training he played You'll Never Walk Alone. But that's mm. how loud Anfield can get. Loud, and we've seen drama on on the, on the touchlines, whatever you call it, in the in the dugouts this weekend with Chelsea and Spurs. I mean, we, we wasn't going to see it with Chelsea. we weren't going to see Chelsea it with Pat and <laughs> Uncle Pat and uh, Klopp. There, Klopp's a very calm guy. I mean, he can get into it when he wants to, but it's the fact that they shouldn't be struggling against Palace. But in that same breath, Palace look cold, man. I'm really liking what I see from Crystal Palace. I, I don't know. know what Vera's doing to them. Like they've got players there. And look who finally came back as well. Come off the bench with three Elise. minutes to go. Yeah, Elise. Oh, if they've Elise, just got, with Elise back, it's problems. They've got players. And the way that they just kept finding the balls in behind for Zaha. To be fair, I think Zaha should have definitely had two in that game. He, he kind of fluffed a couple chances. But that first goal was sweet. 
And if I'm honest with you, I really thought Crystal Palace were going to take all three points. Look how they played against Arsenal in the first game of the season. Arsenal were dominating. But in the second half, Crystal Palace were really showing what they were made of. It was kind of, I guess, lucky to keep those three points. What was I going to say again? Sorry, go on. You forget it. That's why you should just talk. I'm only talking because you're not talking. Do you know what I mean? Podcasting. (laughs) Go on. Was it about Liverpool? No, it was about... Darwin Nunes. Go on. No, it wasn't. Oh. It, was, it was about Tuchel and Conte. Oh, we was oh. going to get... Yeah, we weren't talking about that game yet, though. I mean, we can, we can about, now if you want to. It's about on. what my friend said. I oh. was having a conversation with my friend. You're not even talking into the mic. I was having a conversation with my friend. Yeah. He's a Spurs fan. And, oh, yeah. And, and he was... And I was like, you guys cheated on that second goal where you pulled... Kiakela's hair, and, he, and he's like, well, that's his fault for having long hair then. <laughs> I, li- I can literally imagine him saying that as well. <laughs> I can imagine the way he said it as well. But really and truly, there's a lot of, there's actually a lot of Spurs fans from what I've seen on social media saying like, they were like, yes, well in, um, oh, who was it that did it again? Um, I can't even remember who it was, but they were all tweeting like, yeah, it's good that he did that, pulled his hair. I'm thinking, what? And then you got other fans saying, oh, if pulling hair is a red card, the game's gone soft. But really and truly, that, that is a foul. You can't be pulling people's hair. No. Really that, and truly is a foul. What, what does his hair have to do with you? <laughs> What's that got to do with football? Why are you pulling someone's hair? Uh, but that tackle, the first tackle on, on Havertz wasn't a foul. He got the ball. Yeah, he got the ball. But Chelsea fans will say otherwise. No, I don't think the first one was a foul. But the second one, that's a red card. If I, if I was that ref, I would go straight up to him and be like, mate, you know what's happening. Red. It's just surprising to me how quickly things got heated between Conte and <laughs> Tuchel. Like, we saw it through the game anyway. Like, Tuchel, when they scored, he went running past Conte. I thought he was going to run up to him. I thought he was on smoke, like, running up to him to say something. But he ran straight past him to celebrate. But a full time, it just got manic quickly. All because of a handshake. Shake my hand. <laughs> Shake my hand. <laughs> Why is he cripping up man's hand like that? No, he, he got angry and he went. Who do you think's to blame there? Conte. No, how? Because a fair manager, some someone that's fair, would be like, ref, ref is fine, it's a foul. But he he just he just took the the scum. He went to he went to go and shake Tukel's hand and could tell uh, Tukel's oh for the hand, yeah. Tuchel yeah. grips him back. I like, didn't even know what happened. It all I, just I went off. It, was it all just went off, and then and then it. towards the end, where people are getting pulled apart, Aspilicueta saying something to Conte. Obviously, they know each other well from when Conte was managing at Chelsea, and it didn't look like he was saying anything pleasant to Conte. I was thinking, whoa, this is mental. This might be one of my new favorite derbies to watch now. Because <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be a, a derby. Yeah. See, yeah, because yeah, London derby, of course. Because now the next one when it's at um. That was at Stamford Bridge, right? The next one when it's at Spurs' ground. Gosh, can you imagine? Round two. Two Isn't managers in the dugout. Be another North London derby. How? It's a London derby. Oh, yeah. How would it be a North London derby? What side is Chelsea again? Are you joking? Is Chelsea anywhere near us? No, but I haven't been to Chelsea Stadium before. I'm sure you have. No, I never. Oh. I've never. I've never been to Stamford Bridge. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, you have. I'm no, literally I have. on YouTube. I've taken no. you to a game there. I've literally taken you I'm to not against, at Stamford Bridge. I've that taken was at you. To, no, no, no. I've, yeah, I've taken you to Stamford Bridge. No, we haven't. I will show you the video later. No, I promise you. you. Haven't. I've taken you to Stamford Bridge. No, we 
And the worst part was, it was a player that gave us the tickets and we had to sit in the Chelsea end. How do you not remember this? We were sat in the Chelsea end and when we scored, we could not even celebrate or nothing. You don't remember? What player gave it to you? I'll show you. I'll show you the video. What player gave it to you? I'll show you. Don't worry about all that, man. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Oh, was it Awobi? Awobi was never at Chelsea. What are you and saying? for Arsenal. Why would an Arsenal player give me a ticket in the Chelsea section? He probably just gave you a random ticket. I don't know. Impossible. 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 So, was it... I don't even know a Wobi like that, but big up a Wobi though. Was <laughs> it... I don't know. Yeah, just focus on the matter at hand. Don't worry about who gave the ticket. You've been to Stamford Bridge, and Stamford Bridge is in West London. It's right next to Fulham. You know where Fulham is? No. I've never... And I, I've definitely not been Fulham. No, you can't say I've been Fulham. No, I took... I took my mum. I took Nanny to Fulham. Yeah, you was there too. No, I wasn't. Raheem, Raheem was definitely there. I remember because he lost my camera lens and I was fuming. I was at Fulham. <laughs> okay. Um, well, yeah, they're on the west side of London. That's where they reside. That's where they reside, man. Anyway, what else are we talking about? I forgot. You made me just... You just threw me off guard. Some other games that were... That we'll touch on. Man City, Bournemouth. That was just, we knew that was going to happen. Standard routine win. I know we kind of wrote Bournemouth, Bournemouth off, but come on, man. Gundogan, De Bruyne, Phil Foden. Yeah. Oh, and our own goal. from Jefferson Lerma, that's a shame. Um, Right, let's talk about the one you want to talk about. Let's just talk about how crazy this was. Because you got to bear in mind, let's set the scene for anyone that's listening. We had just left the Emirates. We're on a high sun shining. It's a good day. You know, we just won 4-2. Not the result we wanted, but we still won. Not for everyone. We're also a Man United fan. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and he don't care. He don't care. And it's like 1-0, 2-0. And I'm thinking, and I wasn't getting no reception on my, four, on my phone. On my phone, you and know. Then, and, then when, and then when we were chasing players, someone someone told me. Like, we. Look, don't say we, you. When, when you players, were chasing players. Someone, someone was showing me and was like, look, 4-0 Brentford. I could, that's when you came up to me. I said, you're lying. And I had to keep, keep refreshing my phone. And when I saw it, I said, how? How? How have the mighty fallen like that? And they laughed at us last season for losing to Brentford on the first game of the season. And you're holding no, four. No, but the first goal is stupid. It's like the Hayes, yeah. it's like the Hayes gloves are like this, big hole like that. Honestly, why did he let go of the ball? Why did he let go? You know, I replayed no, that so he, many times and I still couldn't I understand like how he let go. He did it late. Like, and then he wait. He waited for the ball to roll in. Yo, hello, microphone for a reason. He waited for the ball to roll in and then just slapped his hand out. I kind of feel like he forgot his body wasn't behind the ball. Like, you know, normally when you slide down to save a ball, not, not that I've ever done that, but like, if you're here and the ball's there, naturally you can let go because she's going to fall into your chest. But it's like, he must have forgot his body was not in that position. He, he wasn't where his chest was. No. Yeah, because it just rolled under him. And I'm looking at it thinking, huh? Big up Josh to Silver again, though. Our boy on the score sheet again. But I watched that goal back so many times just trying to process what David De Gea was doing. It was an absolute howler. Howler. Stinker. Boo. Messi. Yuck. Like, honestly, if I, like, Ramsdale's made some questionable mistakes before and I get past it. But in the current situation that they're in now, I can never put myself in a Man United fan's shoes. But if I was at that game, I'd be absolutely, after that one goal, I'd be livid. The maddest thing is about that is, yeah, Brentford got four goals and United got four bookings. Can you guess who they were? I would say Maguire. Of course. Dalot? No. Ronaldo? No. 
Ericsson? No. Ericsson almost scored though, you know. Sancho? No. I thought it was going to be easier than it was. I thought it was going to be easier. What's his name again, that new guy? No, it wasn't any new guys. Martinez? No, it wasn't any new guys. Luke Shaw? No. This guy's just naming the whole squad. All right, I'll help you out. Scott no, McTominay? No, I know, I know. I can do it. Squid? No. I can do it myself. All right, we're going to be here all night. Oh. Who done it then? Rashford and Bruno Fernandes. Now, two of those people you'd expect to get on a score on the score sheet in a game like this in Rashford and Fernandes, but it's just not happening for them at all so far this season. Scott McTominay, not oh, I don't know, man. Anyway, let's just focus on Brentford because they're the ones that came out with the result. They're the ones that scored the goals, and they're the ones that literally embarrassed Manchester United. And the worst thing is, I know we talk about him all the time, but he is the star of not just like Man United but the Premier League. Like everyone. Everyone was low-key excited when he came back to Man United. Even other Ronaldo. fans like, oh my God, Ronaldo's back in the Premier League. This is crazy. And I'm alive to witness it. And now my ch- people are saying like, now my child can finally watch Ronaldo play football in England. And, you know, like people were actually excited, right? Yep. Then you've got Brentford fans out 3-0 up with their phones out filming Ronaldo while he's got tears in his eyes. This is not good, man. I know it's not about Ronaldo. It's about the team. But can you imagine? A man has worked so hard his whole career built a legacy, built a name and a brand for himself and he comes to Brentford Community Stadium. Yeah. And gets embarrassed. Oh my gosh, in tears. There's fans, Brentford, there's little 16-year-olds with their phones like going, ha-ha, Ronaldo. What? Big Ronaldo, you know? Nah, he needs to get out for many reasons, but he needs to get out. (laughs) He needs to get out. I know he wants to go, but I know there's other reasons and all that, but yeah, he needs to go, man. But you know what? I will say, as much as I enjoyed the goals and the performances, I think it's because of the occasion and the opponent that I enjoyed the fourth goal so much. Ivan Tony. That assist. Oh, my, was it Matthias that assisted him? I don't even know who it was. That assist, I think it was Jensen that assisted him with that ball up top and he was making the run. Oh, And then that sorry. first time pass. Yeah, the first time pass was timed so perfectly for him to run onto... He had that injection of pace that just, boom, extra boost to get past. Slotted it in. And I'm like, whoa. At that point, obviously, I watched the highlights. I didn't see it. But when I saw it, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Brentford ain't playing about. We got to play them soon. (laughs) They ain't messing about, homie. But yeah, Manchester United, it's not looking good. As Castillo would say, it's not looking good, bruv. It's not looking good, bruv. But yeah, anyway, do you want to talk or not? Because this is not just my podcast. It is yours also. Let us hear what the 10-year-old has to say about the situation. I think it was a great game for Brentford because yeah. they played really well the whole build. I feel like they were working much harder than Man United. Like They didn't even know that Man United wasn't going to try as hard, mm. but they just kept working hard. Yeah, regardless of Man United not showing up. Uh, but if it would have been a better game if the, you know more players were showing up and trying their hardest for Man United, but... Mm. It's a shame, really. Like, I'm not even one of those fans that want to gloat or make fun because it's actually a shame. It's, you never would, like, you want to see your rivals down, but not this down. Not like this. No. Not 20th in the Premier League. But I'm like, trying to remember when we were 20th like today. A team like Man United, us. I don't remember the last time I've seen a club like them at 20th, the Hello? bottom of the team. <laughs> Hello? Us last season? 
Yeah, but like a club with so many Premier Leagues in Champions Leagues and they've had a great history yeah, and then yeah, now yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just going down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we get it. We get it, man. Anyway, let's talk about the other fixtures quickly before we move on to the predictions. So Nottingham Forest got a great result over West Ham. I don't think anyone predicted that either. Um, as we know, Chelsea and Spurs drew. Um, we spoke about Arsenal, Aston Villa, Brighton, Newcastle. I expected Brighton to get a result out of this game, but two very good I, teams. Yeah, I really that did. don't get spoken about enough. I really did expect Brighton to get a good result out of this one. I thought I thought they would be the better side in it. I thought they would beat Newcastle very well. Mm, but Newcastle are strengthening. And yeah. so far, so good. It's looking. I know it's only two games, but I can only judge what I've seen so far. And so far, so good for Newcastle and Brighton. Newcastle. They're off to a good start. And yeah. when you have a good start, loads of things can happen for you. So yeah. it's always good to have a good start. Um, Southampton leads. That was a nice little draw. Big up Joe Rebo in the Premier League, getting a Premier League goal as well. That's that's always a, a feel good factor, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to be. I imagine. I'd, Ain't your defender? Ain't your defender? No. Striker. I remember he was playing in the. Um, What's that new European thing? New European trophy that Roma won? Conference. Oh, yeah. He got to the semi final or something. No, was it Europe? Sorry, sorry. Europa, Europa League. League, sorry. Europa League. For Rangers. Got, yeah, he got to the semi final. Yeah. Um, Wolves Fulham. I'm surprised that was a nil nil draw. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's get on to the predictions. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into the predictions and see who came out on top. So the first game, Villa v Everton. Raph predicted 3-0 to Everton. I predicted 2-1 to Everton, but the score was 2-1 to Aston Villa. So no points for either of us. I hope you're keeping tally of your points, by the way. Make sure you speak into the microphone, please. You don't have to look at my phone. Thank you very much. Uh, Arsenal, oh my God, Arsenal Leicester. Raph predicted Arsenal 4, Leicester 1. So you almost had three points there, but unfortunately not. And I predicted 3-0 to Arsenal. So we both get a point each because the score was 4-2. Next up was Brighton-Newcastle. And for some reason, this mad boy predicted Brighton 5, Newcastle 0. And I predicted Brighton 2, Newcastle 0. I mean, I predicted Brighton 2, Newcastle 2. And the score was 0-0. And because I predicted a draw, I get one point. Yeah! How? I predicted a draw and it was a draw. Mm -hmm. Come on, keep up. So what is it? 2-1. All right. Man City, Bournemouth. Raphael predicted Man City 5, Bournemouth 0. I predicted Man City 6, Bournemouth 0. And it was slap bang in the middle of both our predictions because it was Man City 4, Bournemouth 0. If only one of us went higher or lower, we would have got three points. But it's a point each. What's the score? 3-2. 3-2. Okay. Southampton, Leeds. Raph went Southampton 2, Leeds 1. I went Leeds 1, Southampton 2, but the score was 2-2, so no points for either of us. Uh, Wolves, Fulham. Raph went 4-0 to Fulham. I went 2-0 to Fulham, and it was 0-0, so no points there. Uh, Brentford, Manchester United. Raphael predicted Brentford 3, Man United 0. So he was so close. I predicted Brentford 2, Man United 0. So we both got a point each. We both predicted no, that. I get a point because I was nearest. It's still, I still predicted a Brentford win. Don't try and cheat. Don't try and cheat. Okay. Nottingham Forest um, v West Ham. Raph went for Notts nil West Ham 2. I went for 1-0 win to West Ham. But it was actually a 1-0 win to Forest. So no points there. Okay. Chelsea Spurs. Raph went Chelsea 1 Spurs 3. Oh my God. We both predicted a Spurs win. Um, And I went Chelsea 0 Spurs 2. But it was actually 2-2. So no points for us there. 
Raf for Liverpool v Palace. Raf said Liverpool three, Palace nil. I said Liverpool two, Palace two, and the score was one one. So I get a point. Bring back your neck back. No. Bring your neck back. No. What's that? Five three. No. Come on, that's five three. No. Where are you going? Sit down, my guy. I'm because when you're winning, you're gonna be pulling. You're gonna be wanting to slap my neck, and I'm not. I know. I'm, Come on. I'm, a forfeit's a forfeit. No, no I'm not doing. Come this. on, Raph. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna this. hit hard. I'm not gonna hit hard. Three, two, move your hand. Don't look at me. Look away. Look down. Look down. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Breathe out. Come, Raph, man. Get off of me. What's wrong with you? How can you just slap my neck like that? It didn't even hurt. Let me do it again if it was too hard. I'll do it softer then. Why are you going to do it again? Okay. Now we're going to predict this weekend's fixtures. Judging by that next lap, I'm sure you don't want to feel that again next week. So it's time to predict game week three's predictions for this weekend. I, I'm sure you're going to want to win this one this time, aren't you? Yes. So am I. Because <laughs> I don't want to have no neck slaps. So you ready? I wanna, I'm going to slap your neck hard. That's, that is no way to talk to your mother, young man. That is no way to talk to your mother. That right. hurt me, you know. I'm sorry. No, it didn't. I didn't even slap you hard. Yes, you did. If it was one of my friends, I would have come... I would have clapped it. But because you're my dearest firstborn son, I just I just did one small slap. Anyway, if if you win next week and if you put might into your slap, it will be the last thing you do. Hey, let me not do threats, please, please. Social service, I'm lying. I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> All right, let's get into game week three. Spurs v Wolves. What are you saying? Four and all Spurs. I'm gonna go three one I can't believe we're predicting Spurs win again. I'm gonna go three one Spurs. Okay. Crystal Palace v Aston Villa. 2-0 Crystal Palace. I'm going to go 2-1 Crystal Palace. Okay, Everton v Nottingham Forest. 2-1 Everton. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. I'm going to go for a draw. All right, Fulham v Brentford. 3-0 Brentford. Or 3-1 Brentford. 2-1 Brentford. Leicester v Southampton. Leicester v Southampton, 1-1. One, one. Okay, Bournemouth v Arsenal. Wait, I didn't give my prediction for Leicester Southampton. Sorry. Leicester Southampton, I'm going to go 2 0 Leicester. 4 0 Arsenal. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. If we can get four goals against Leicester, we could probably get more against Bournemouth. But I'm. I'm gonna go four and why, why are you talking like? Can you? Can you? I did, got hiccups. Did I slap hiccups into you? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go three uh, nil Arsenal. Okay, Leeds v Chelsea. Three one Chelsea. Three, yeah, three one Chelsea. Sure. I'm gonna go two nil Chelsea. West Ham v Brighton. Two nil Brighton. Two mm, one West Ham. Newcastle v Man City. Five nil Man City. Um, wow, <laughs> you said that so sure as well. Are you sure you're not a City fan? I'm going to go 6-1 uh, City. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely not getting no points for that. I actually might get a one point. Okay, and the blockbuster event on Monday, Manchester United v Liverpool. 6-0 Liverpool. No, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, no, not 6-0. Maybe a 3-0 Liverpool. I like the sound of that. But I'm going to go four. They're going to hold four again. I'm going to go four nil Liverpool. That is our predictions. Who is going to come out on top next week? Because I ain't trying to hold no next laps. 
who's coming out on top let us know let us know your predictions as well and we'll see you next week on the football mum podcast thank you so much for tuning in if you're listening on spotify or apple podcast leave a review please thank you very much and if you're watching on youtube or tiktok or wherever instagram where you at just leave a comment and leave some love leave some likes and we'll see you next time bye 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 peace